The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. The Boogie Monster Podcasting the Unknown Just fucking get in and hang on. Let's go. Well, I'm I'm declaring that I'm gonna try and be positive on this one. I feel yeah. th- I feel people have listened to me bitch about stuff the last few weeks, <clears throat> and uh, I got nothing to bitch about this time, which is good news. Well, in all fairness, you weren't bitching about nothing. I mean, you had some <laughs> legitimate grievances. Well, recently, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, I had a couple of speed bumps. I'll, I'll I'll say this uh, to as closure for things. You know, I know people were going and leaving bad reviews of uh, old Sunrise for that Sunrise Ford in North Hollywood. By the way, um, <clears throat> you you don't need to do that. I like I don't think uh, mob mentality does well for anybody. I mean, I appreciate you. <clears throat> excuse me. I appreciate you sticking up uh, for, for one of your boys here, but I, I got it. I was just bitching, and kind of my intention was by mentioning it that uh, take your business elsewhere. But um, I got into it with them, and they're going to give me a new tire and n- new spare. They're not going to give me the uh, the off-road tire that was on there, but they're giving me I'm getting a new spare and uh, spare mechanism put on by a dealership up here. So... Things got rectified there, so that's that's good news. Okay. <clears throat> that's good news. That's good. And uh, yeah, I can go into that, but I I feel like I'd rather just have closure. Me, you know, <clears throat> this isn't uh, Ralph Nader piss and moan hour. This is a boogie monster, <clears throat> and we're, <laughs> and we're a couple of fun dudes, Dave. We are a couple we're of good couple time of boys, fun, fun loving fellas. Yeah, and I did. Uh, <clears throat> Last week I did I did a couple of sh- few shows in in Portland and Helium before Portland got shut down again because they I guess every two weeks they kind of do an assessment to decide how contained coronavirus is and it is not contained enough so oh, really? things are back in lockdown and uh, <clears throat> so that's a that's a bummer for right now I'm sorry about the throat clearing but I got to do it <clears throat> you know you know how I am. You know, you know, professional voiceover artist that needs to uh, mm-hmm. clear his throat every 30 seconds. But uh, so we did that. I was in Seattle last night at uh, Laughs in Seattle. Oh, yeah? And How was that? Two great shows, man. Yeah. K- killer lineup of locals. Friend of, A friend of yours, Andy. Well, I want to say the name the right way. Awasio? Where was I reading it? Yeah, right, right. Andy. Yeah, and so it wants you. And so mm-hmm. we were sitting there talking about all ghost-related things because she's into all that. So mm-hmm. we were throwing down over beers. <clears throat> Shows were great. The com- It was one of those like, oh, the club owner's like, oh, man, there's like five people before me on each show. But everybody did like seven minutes and were crushers. Yeah. And they were crushers, though. And it was good. Right it, it was good vibes all around. It's good shows. Got me in a good mood. Did, did the old live Hey Girl <clears throat> Saturday night and got uh, t- oh yeah got tore up from the floor up on Saturday night. I'll tell you. Uh oh. And then didn't sleep, so I was in rough shape heading into those shows last night. But it was uh, a. <clears throat> Does Laugh still have uh, one of your old show posters on the wall where you were rocking the bucket hat? Yeah, and I made fun of the bucket hat. And then I, I, then they gave me a new poster to sign. I tried to draw a, a new bucket hat on my head, and it looked like I just gave myself a mohair cut with a black magic marker. <laughs> so I, I fucked it up. But, um, but uh, <clears throat> man, it was just, it was good. And like I said, I want to try and be, try and do positive, try and be positive on this one around. Well, well, good, buddy. I'm glad you had a good weekend, man. Yeah, dude, I'm feeling... I'm, let me see. I think I got a list of who was on these shows. It was um, Adam Tiller hosted them. Burunji Burunji, he was funny. Nikita Oster, that guy, dude, he was funny. 
Andrew Rivers, who I think I missed. I think I might have missed Andrew. I'm sorry that I missed your San Andrew. I had to go get my, checked into the hotel at the beginning of that second yeah, show. Yeah, I know Andrew. Okay. Funny dude. Yeah, I, I, well, I apologize. I think I missed his uh, his set. And then uh, Jeff Brousseau was on it. It, it was, uh, man, it was just like one of those things where you're like, shit, man, this is the local scene up here? Because I thought everybody I knew from Seattle had split. Mm-hmm. Like a long time, you know, like I knew like the it was Andy Haynes and Billy Wayne Davis mm-hmm. era of those dudes or like yeah. um, Brian uh, Cook, Brian Cook. And uh, who's the guy? Oh, shit. Well, I think he's no, I think he's is he Canadian. You want like a super handsome dude. It's one of those guys like you want to hate him. Well, Nick Thune, Nick Thune, CL guy. Mm-hmm. God damn! What's um, I'm gonna find his name because I like him. Um, God, oh, I'm pissed now. Not the guy with the GQ uh, shirtless photo shoot. No, but it's a guy that. <clears throat> no, no, not him. Although I think he's <laughs> Seattle also. But it's a guy I, I that's. Is, yeah. There's a guy. It's a guy that's good looking like him, mm-hmm. but funny. <clears throat> hmm. I think he's actually technically Canadian. Oh shit. I'm just mad I can't give acknowledgement to a guy that I think is is funny, and I. It's one of those guys you want you don't want to like him. Like, look at his handsome. He's got a pretty funny photo of him doing the Patterson Gimlin Gimler, like Gimlin pose nude on a mm-hmm. street in the Pacific Northwest <laughs> holding the mic, and he's like a rip dude, but you could tell it's not on per like it's a funny photo. Like, ah, get out of here. <laughs> But, well, right on, man. Yeah, yeah man. They, uh, that's Seattle scene. I always have fun up there. Yeah. I have fun up there when I'm there. If you're in Seattle, go go take a chance on some shows. Mm-hmm. Go see these local folks. They're crushing it. That's how it is everywhere, man. Where there's normally a good scene, um, I'll come back, and nobody I recognize is there, but the scene is still crushing. Uh, it's that way in Atlanta. Uh, it's that way in Denver, mm-hmm. uh, Nashville. A lot of these scenes where, like, the people I know have are no longer there, but they just keep reloading. Just talent just keeps coming down the pike. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I'll tell you, as a an established, uh, let's say pro, more or less, gets a little scary sometimes. <clears throat> We're like, ooh, yeah. this is what's out there. Man, I got, I'm gonna have to discourage some of these people from pursuing comedy professionally, because <laughs> it, it's gonna make it hard. At least the people on the roster last night, <laughs> they're gonna knock out some. Some of our contemporaries are gonna get knocked to the side if if yeah. those fuckers keep going for it. As a, there's only so much work out there. Oh man, that is a crop of strong amateurs coming out of Seattle. Well, that's good, man. Yeah, yeah, it. Is good. I'm, I'm, I'm just now. I'm stuck. I want to figure out the dude's uh, name, and it's driving me crazy. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking for it. But what's going on with yourself? Tell me about yourself, Dave. What's happening? Uh, my weekend sucked. Your weekend but, sucked. Uh, I'm doing. Yeah, just I got the second shot. I had oh, okay. The, the vax flu, and uh, sucked for. A but good I'm reason. good now. I was just knocked on my ass for uh, almost exactly 48 hours. Got the shot uh, noon on Friday and just felt like ass until about yesterday, Sunday afternoon. And uh, But, uh, it, you know, it was kind of what I expected. I was fortunate that it wasn't as bad as, like, some people who have experienced. Katie, for example, like, had a terrible experience. It wasn't that bad, but it just yeah. just felt like uh, my, I was talking to our buddy James Fritz, and he, he nailed the description perfectly. He says it. Felt like he's uh, the day after a high school football game, but with the flu. Like you just your body just all beat up. Just I just felt sore, but I also felt like I had like flu symptoms. Uh, and I yeah. I don't know. I like body aches have never bothered me because I've just I just used to being sore from like you know doing outdoor work and lifting weights and younger playing sports. I just soreness and body aches have never really bothered me. It just kind of comes with the territory. But man, this week just felt like. I don't know if you ever done a lot of like weight training, weightlifting, but like it's like hitting the gym <laughs> yeah, super ask, hard. Ask me with a straight face if I've ever done weight training, Dave. <laughs> well, you're a rad dude. I don't know if you throw some some dumbbells around, but it's like I used to lift pretty heavy, but then it's like 
not lifting weights for a year and then going in and just way overdoing it. And then that the next day or two, that soreness of like, oh, shit, what did I do? Why am I why did I do that? Not ease into it. It just just so many body aches and uh, just up and down temperature. I'd be cold one minute, sweating the next and just just an overall shitty experience. But now I'm just back to normal. That's so. what I was wondering. I wonder if I like do you get the body aches because of how like um shivering like how much your body's going through. Lachlan Patterson. And he's oh, from, he's yeah, from Vancouver. Patterson. And he's great. Mm-hmm. Lachlan's uh, just a yeah. very easygoing sweet dude who's like he's one of them casual dudes like oh this guy's just not doing big act outs just sitting there chatting and you're like ah, just just casually hilarious. So, yeah, Lachlan Patterson. Yeah. I don't know why I was surfer talking. dude too. I surfer think, uh, dude from Vancouver. Big into surfing. Yeah, yeah, one of them cold weather surfers. Like, uh, <laughs> like unlikely you wouldn't think. Kurt Braunohler learned mm-hmm. a surfer from New Jersey. <clears throat> yeah, not what you'd think. But uh, no. man, yeah, those body aches. Yeah, I felt like I got. Uh, I felt like I yeah I, I went through a black belt test that I did not know I signed up for. <laughs> Of which I was talking to my dad. I didn't realize my dad got his black belt when he was 70 years old. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. And I'm, I'm not sure. They may have just, maybe they just gave it to him because they're like, we got to, we just let this guy have it because he's going <laughs> to, he's going to die in here if we got to give it to him. So he stops coming to the dojo. Man, that's awesome. Good for your dad. <clears throat> yeah. It's 70 years Did old. Did you ever try some moves on you? <clears throat> They were asking you, like, all right, punch me with your left hand. I mean, no, no, no. I'm not falling. He does have that, like, (laughs) if you joke around with him, though, there is that, like, reflex of, like, all right, ease up, man. I'm just playing. Oh man, that was like. Awesome. Can I can I confess something that I still feel bad about? It was when we were at Andrew Orvdahl's house, and it was like, I don't know why we were all out to lunch drunk. Do you remember this? We're at Orvidal's house. There was oh, for the, the Super Bowl. Was, I guess ago. it was Super Bowl. Yeah. You had makeup on that you let Rachel put makeup on you. Yeah. I had uh-huh. I had what I knew was an empty BB gun, but I had it pointed at very irresponsible on my part, admittedly so. <laughs> but your reaction to like grab it from the side and twist it, I was like, I'm fucking around like an idiot, and even being this drunk, Dave with mascara and lipstick still had proper reflexes. <laughs> like, like, like you were just—you were the least convincing undercover prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm gonna rob this whore. Hold on, Officer Dave. <laughs> yeah, you, you even were just with a, a BB gun. <laughs> don't point that shit at me. That was a real stupid thing on my part. Real stupid, and I still feel bad about it to this day. I, you know those things that you just wince at your own activity. And I remember looking. I'm like, this will be. That wasn't a threat. I'm like, let's like do a stupid picture or something. And I remember looking at it and being like, but that's stupid. Very very stupid on my part. So my oh, well. my apologies once again. Well, I'm glad you finally rectified that situation because that's really been sticking in my craw. It all these bothered years. me, Dave. What if we had to take <laughs> you to the emergency room and you had all this makeup on, and then you know, <clears throat> oh, what, what's man. happening here? Well, where do we start? <laughs> yeah, it's a long story. Don't worry about it. But uh, yeah. Well, I'm glad you're but feeling, yeah, feeling better. Good. <clears throat> Yeah, feeling better. Back to normal. Everything's good. Just, uh, but I will admit it was kind. I haven't been sick, sick in years. I just, I don't really get that sick. I, I get like, I have like a constant little uh, congestion, nasal thing. I don't know if that's the air quality around here, but I, I can't remember the last time I got like straight up the flu or food poisoning. But it was kind of nice to just know. All right, nobody expects anything of me today. I'm yeah. just going to sit on the couch and uh, self-medicate with some uh, with some gummies or whatever and just kind of ride the storm out for a couple of days. So it wasn't too bad. <clears throat> yeah. Get knocked out at night with a little NyQuil. So, yeah. Yeah. And finally got, you know, it was worth it. Got both Vax shots now. So uh, I guess I got to wait another two weeks before it's, you know, I'm fully fully safe but uh looking forward to getting back to back to somewhat normal 
normal life. Do some stuff. There's a <clears throat> definitely a nice vibe of uh, <clears throat> cruising around, going like, "Oh, I got, I got the shot." So as much as you know, mm-hmm. still wear your mask and everything, but not having to have that little bit of panic. Yeah, <clears throat> I've been trying to make sense. Like, I've been working it into the act. So forgive, uh, forgive me to anybody that saw me trying to make it a bit. But like, as a piece of conversation, how do you reconcile, Dave, knowing that like we like our conspiracy theories, but now it's like, mm-hmm. well. Th- don't trust the government on this stuff. It's like, well, no, I am going to trust the government on vaccines because it's scientists mm-hmm. that are saying we should do this. Yeah. And it's not, you know, like, like, like it, like it jumped from conspiracies being a novelty thing to talk about into mm-hmm. now there's dangerous political candidates running on platforms of some of this bullshit. Like if you were, mm-hmm. I wouldn't vote for you if you were a political candidate and your main goal was to prove Bigfoot was real. Not because I don't want that, but because I'm like, no, we need somebody that's going to worry about real issues yeah. as much as like, you don't need to be in office to do that. Actually, don't be anywhere near political office and then dedicate your time to that. Don't yeah. split it between, oh, I got to vote on environmental issues. Also, I'm bringing Bigfoot into every meeting. Just be the Bigfoot guy. <laughs> Don't fuck around with politics. <laughs> oh, wasn't there some politician recently in the last couple of years uh, where they found Bigfoot erotica? He had written some Bigfoot erotica or he, he was in possession. Uh, I'd, I'd vote, I don't know. I'd vote for that guy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was South Carolina or something. I mean, as far as erotica, <laughs> it's not my. But you get, yeah, of course, it deserves it. Mm-hmm. How many how many scenarios can can you come up with with just people? Yeah. Oh, and, and speaking of which, by the way, and I always have speaking to throw these which. out. Uh, I, while I certainly appreciate the several dozen people who have uh, emailed or messaged me the. I want to fuck Bigfoot uh, uh, yard sign. Yeah, uh, I, I've got plenty of those. Got them. Got I, every time there's a new Bigfoot meme. Oh, Bigfoot playing a saxophone. Let's send that today. Oh, I want to fuck Bigfoot yard sign. Let's send that. I appreciate the fact that you think of me in times like this, uh, but I, I'm good. I'm good on those. Got got plenty of those. Yeah, the Bigfoot Thank Bigfoots you. are real, and he eats ass uh, hat. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's nice to be thought of, though. You know, yeah. like when oh, you know who'd appreciate this? We, mm-hmm. yeah, at the forefront. But see, if we say something like that, Dave, then what if everybody thinks they probably already have it, and then you don't get sent that stuff? That's true. That's true. So, but yeah, just mm-hmm. having to weed through all that <laughs> on a I weekly did, basis. It did see a lot of that. The airbrushed uh, truck uh, trailer uh, gate. With sexy Bigfoot laying on his side. Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, those are nice. It is, well, and especially being here in the Pacific Northwest, I know you don't like it, but like I was almost going to stop at Bigfoot burritos and subs. Like, he's just the guy up here. Who like, said I don't like Bigfoot burritos and subs? I don't even know what that is. Well, no, that you don't like Bigfoot being used in a corporate manner. Oh, right, right. Yeah, I don't like it when, like the, the beef jerky. I I think it's a little disrespectful. I think uh, they're it's exploiting disrespect. Bigfoot a little bit. But, it's dis- yeah. what, if you, what if Bigfoot is secretly licensing his own image and <laughs> he is living well? Like he's got the sweetest yeah. underground bunker because of this. Yeah, he's listen, that mailbox money. Listen, if you can be an Epstein-level billionaire pedophile and keep that shit under wraps for that long, maybe that's just what Bigfoot has going on. And yep. he's just got a marketing and licensing team, and he's got a lot of uh, what? What are the what are the um, the non a lot of NDs out there, non disclosure agreements out mm-hmm. there. NDAs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of like, well, I, I know Bigfoot's real. Whoops, you just got you got uh, sued into oblivion by this uh, bi- bipedal legal assassin. <laughs> I mean, if we're going far enough into a conspiracy theory, go into all of them, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. 
Big, Bigfoot is real and he's lawyered up. Not Bigfoot's real and eats my ass. Bigfoot's real and he's lawyered up. And anybody close enough to want to talk about it gets uh, 86. He gets thrown in one of the portals. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! So what else going on, man? How's uh, how's Dirt Nap doing? All little D's out there, just uh, rabble. We, we took her to the vet the other day. Just uh, she'd been a little sluggish, and then yeah, turns out she's old. She's an old cat. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. what it turns out. Vet's like, nah, a little thyroid thing. We got to try and wrestle her down to give her eardrops. Um, they figure out how old she was. Sick, or he now, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, you know, like we said, Jenny Nooch just... Yeah, Jenny Nooch. Ride that line between what mood What mood are we in today? Is it male energy, uh-huh. female energy? Um, 16. There's a 16-year-old critter out there just sunbathing right now. Well, good. Man, I was, I was sleeping on the couch Saturday. I haven't had good sleep in a few days, but that was after the, nope. after the Hey Girl thing. And I fell asleep uh, kind of for an hour or two. But, man, that cat. Now that now that it went from, like, I'm a skittish stray cat into I figured out how the pet door works and I found my voice, I'm just going to scream until I get what I want. It's like, what have we, <laughs> what have we made? I don't, it doesn't seem like your cats are real vocal over there. No, they are a little vocal uh, every now and then, but uh, for the most part, they, they keep pretty quiet. Yeah, old old little Dirty D, man. It's either real loud screaming or this weird give her a shot of WD-40 because it sounds like <laughs> just an old rusty farm gate. So, <laughs> but Oh, man. But everything's, uh, everything seems to be on the up and up. I'm, I'm going to fly in an airplane this week, Dave. Oh yeah, I haven't, Where are you done, going? haven't done it in a year. Wow, going to yeah, a, I haven't been on an airplane in a long time. I I I don't even know how to do I it. Think yeah, well, if I can't, I, I haven't been on an airplane since uh, since ah shit. I don't know, man. It's been a long. It's been a year and a half. I bet. Yeah, it's been over a year. Going to a wedding because now everybody's got their vaccines. So it's one of Rachel's friends' mm-hmm. weddings back on. Like out in uh, cool. out in Idlewild, which you which you were a fan of, mm-hmm. dog mayor out in Idlewild. I kind of thought it'd be funny if you just ran for mayor against the dog <laughs> and started a real scummy smear campaign, <laughs> slinging mud about just <laughs> catching this dog, humping other people's dogs, and <laughs> shit in people's lawns. Like do like a real serious like. Not how could you have a dog for a mayor, but how could you have this dog as a mayor? This dog is disrespectful. <laughs> but oh, uh, man, that's funny. So yeah, I got to get on an airplane Thursday. Well, that's cool, man. Which will be a, a wild one. Yeah, getting back to it, Jeez. man. Getting back to life. I will admit that's one thing I have not missed is uh, air travel. I I really hate. I, I don't mind. Like I'm not afraid of flying. I, I don't mind that. It's just everything that comes with it. Just the getting there early and the the, the security check and waiting. Mm-hmm. I just hate all that nonsense. And like L A makes it so difficult to get to L A X. Like there's no public transit to L A X. So it's just such a pain in the ass. It's the second biggest. City oh, in America, we don't have public transit to the airport. Well, you're in Long Beach now, man. Well, yeah, yeah. You but got that, that Long LA. Beach airport is like something out of Mad Men. It's just yeah, it's cool. But the problem with that is, it's, it's the the tickets are like fifty percent more expensive than at LAX. So that's the the gamble you have to take. Like, do Jet I want Blue, convenience baby. and pay for it? Yeah, that Burbank, I man. I that was that. I told that's like when I knew I was doing well was I was going to spend the extra money to fly from Burbank because yeah, Burbank. what do you do? Like, you work hard to earn a living, and after bills are paid, it's like, well, now it's the ease of life. What mm-hmm. what what things do you determine are priorities? Versus luxury. Some people, it's like nice meals going out to eat. I, I don't care about that stuff. That's not really where I spend my money on nicer meals or anything. But given the amount of t- 
traveling that we do as comedians, I'm like, I'm flying out of Burbank. LAX is like general population prison yard that you take a $75 (laughs) Uber to and from. Yep. Instead of like realizing, oh, I'll be on time for this flight. And then just the line of traffic just to get into the airport. When you're in the driveway for the airport and it's another half hour and you see people just taking their luggage and walking through traffic to get into the airport. Mm -hmm. It's it's a nightmare. Yeah. Oh, man. The Burbank. Well, it's like having a private jet. Yeah, it really is. Cruising right there. It's worth the, the extra money. Yeah. Man, speaking of uh, restaurants, I know you just said that's not what you spend your money on, but uh, Katie and I were talking the other day about we always try to do a, a little bir- double birthday trip uh, in August because our birthdays are like five days apart. Mm-hmm. But I think this year we're going to forego that. You know, We both kind of want to just go out to eat. We haven't sat down at a restaurant in over a year except for – Two quick little meals when we took that little Julian California trip. We sat on these little outdoor cafes, but don't really count those because it was just they weren't the restaurants themselves weren't destinations. It was just like okay, they got something to eat here. Let's go grab mm-hmm. some lunch. But well over a year since we've decided to you know go out and just sit down and enjoy a nice meal, and I think that's what we're going to do uh, a few times on birthday week rather than travel. Just just go out and. Get some good grub, man. Where are you, fan- I miss where are you I miss fantasizing them. about? Oh, man, probably towards the top of my list would be uh, Park's Barbecue, uh, Park's Korean Barbecue in, uh, in Park, Korea. Is that Park's Finest? Little Korea town, not Little Korea. No, uh, Park's Finest is uh, often confused with it. That's an Echo Park. That's, that's also on my list. That is Filipino-style uh, barbecue. I'm talking about just just simply Parks Barbecue. It's pretty much the best Korean barbecue uh, in LA. I mean, it's it's nuts. I'll tell, but yeah, both both of those are on my list. I'll tell you, there's a uh, Vans Footwear, mm-hmm. the shoes and what have you, are doing this thing. It's called Vans Foot the Bill, where um, there's different designs of like slip-on Vans. Uh, and I'm trying to look it up right now, that, like, benefit, like, you buy the shoes and all the proceeds of the shoes go to the small businesses. But I think there's one for Parks Barbecue. I'm looking it up right now. So even though you can't eat there yet, Dave, you could Mm -hmm. maybe just get shoes that help keep the place open. And uh, I'm I'm looking for it right now. I'm going to try and find these shoes. I like that. Usually I don't like those charitable things because that just feels like Honda has that thing they've been doing for a few years. Uh, Helpful Honda days where, hey, we found a single mom who can't pay her rent. So here you go. And please buy our cars. Like, all right, that's great. But I don't know. What's that got to do with a car? It it. As much as like it probably does benefit somebody, it also does have the feel of like. Look how uh, good we are. It always smacks of that when a corporation is touting mm-hmm. what they're doing. But, I mean, Vans, I think from what I've noticed, Vans has kind of always been above board as far as, like, them giving back to, like, kids and, and skate parks and everything. Yeah. And then I bought some from the Metro where I recorded Loose in Chicago. I got a pair of shoes that were like the proceeds were going to keep independent venues alive and they expanded it to kind of the park's finest. That's not the, the one park's finest. That's the one you're talking about. Well, that's one of them. That's the Filipino one in Echo Park. Oh, that okay. place is awesome too. Probably the best smoked meat in LA is the park's finest, uh, smoked beef rib. Uh, okay. they had this beef short rib and, Dude, it's it's better than some of the traditional barbecue places, or most of them. Like it's it's insane. That place is legit. Okay, they got this. Oh, they got this coconut beef. Oh, they got this elote, the street corn. Oh my god, that yeah, the park's finest is uh, is really badass. I'll tell you. Uh, I'll tell you what I had that was real tasty on the way up. Like you know, we got we got Taco Time up here in the mm-hmm. Pacific Northwest, which is like a bit of a hippier. More like like better for you version of Taco Bell or Del Taco. Got mm-hmm. myself a Baja shrimp taco. There you go. And it was one, uh, one long shrimp. Just one kind of was kind of surprised. I'm like this is odd. Like they, they it's like they like a 
giant prawn, but, but not not like a loaf, not like a shrimp, not like the one that I horrified everybody with. <laughs> not a not a sliceable shrimp, not something you can get a deli slice off of. Uh-huh. But like maybe a regular shrimp, but they much like the guy who found you in the alley across from the bulldog bar, they stretched it out. Yeah, they stretched yeah, it out they for stretched me. Yeah, they stretched it out a little bit. They 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 unfurled it, breaded it in coconut with a little slaw and like a Ooh. sweet kind of sweet spicy chili sauce on there. Oh boy, girl. For a fast, and then I got their veggie burrito. That's the place that had sunflower seeds, and I thought it was just uncooked rice at first. Now that I know it's sunflower seeds, I kind of like it. Dude, seafood tacos, a good shrimp taco, a good grilled fish taco, even a battered fish taco. Oh, big fan. Yeah, that, it, it, was a, it was a hard concept to grasp at first because I always thought of like tacos and burritos as like this asada, super savory thing. So to try and mm-hmm. think of it as a, like a lighter fare with a cabbage slaw yeah. was difficult to accept at first. Especially being a Midwest with a, a mm-hmm. un, uh, undeveloped taste buds, but once I started eating those, best fish taco in Ensenada, where they had comedy shows on Tuesdays. Yeah, ooh, affordable T- too. Affordable. I used to go there, and tasty little treat. Get a get a whole taco for like dollar seventy five. You get you get yeah. I get two shrimp and one fish. They get the real good salsa bar. Mm-hmm. Got the crema. Oof, if I didn't just eat a bunch of bullshit already today, I'd be finding taking the long way down to a taco time right now. Man, you got me in the mood. I got I was gonna save this for the end, but I got a recipe for you. I'm gonna go ahead and knock this out. All right. I'm just switching up the order. Um this is kind of a thing. Mid-roll I recipe. <laughs> uh made loaded rice and beans the other day. Loaded rice and beans. Here's what you do, man. This you talk about a delicious, savory dish. Uh, cook you some white rice and chicken stock. All right. Anytime you're using, anytime you're cooking Ooh. white rice, sometimes you want just plain old white rice. I get that. But if it's going to be incorporated into a, a recipe, uh, go ahead. Instead of water, use use chicken stock. And I know, I mean, I know you wouldn't, but even someone like if someone like you, a vegetarian, could mm-hmm. even cook it in uh, veggie stock. Would uh, add more flavor than just plain old water. Anyway, cook the rice and chicken stock. I fried up some bacon in the in skillet. Fried up a few pieces of bacon. Set that aside. Leave the grease in there. Then I diced up some yellow onion, some green onion, and some garlic. Threw all that in the bacon grease. Sautéed that up real nice. Um, once the rice was done cooking, threw the rice in there, sauteed that up a little bit, added just a, a can of black beans. You, you know, you can do the homemade, soak them overnight and cook them all day if you want. But just for this, just a can, open a can of black beans. So now we got uh, in the skillet, we've got the sauteed onion, yellow onion, green onion, and garlic, uh, along with the rice and the beans. Then I add in a little season. Uh, this one I'm kind of making, you know, since it's rice and beans, I'm kind of making a little Mexican style. I added some of that tahine seasoning, that tahine. Classico, uh, I don't even know what it is. I, it's, I'm trying you know, to think. Some, yeah, it's got it's got like lime powder and and, and uh, cayenne and, and and chili powders and stuff. Oh boy! All right, uh, good stuff. So threw that in there. Oh added some more fresh green onion. Uh, chopped up that bacon. Threw that back in there. Then so now we've got all the rice and the beans and the bacon and the onions and the garlic all sitting there in, in the skillet uh, under some low heat. Then throw in a bunch of shredded cheese. You could use, uh, you know, uh, taco mix. You could use cheddar. You could use a Colby Jack, but just some shredded cheese. Then throw a lid on it. Let that melt for about 30 to 60 seconds. Then uh, pull the lid off. The cheese should be melted. Then pull you out a big old scoop, put it on a plate, and add a little sour cream and a little hot sauce. Boy, howdy. Got you some loaded rice and beans. Okay. Basically, rice and beans. But then you doctor it up with some bacon, some onion, some garlic, some sour cream, some cheese, some hot sauce. I mean, oh. that, that's my veggie burritos these days, just rice and bean and cheese burritos. So. Man, it's good times. Just had to get that off my chest. Got no boy and a good times on that one. I tell you what, though, about the sickness this week, the one difference, and uh, I don't know if this was just me or if this is just biology. Usually when I have, a fl- have the flu or any type of sickness, uh, my appetite goes out the window. Did not lose my appetite this week. <laughs> and I, I, I wonder if that was because it wasn't like an organic sickness, you know? 
because it was a reaction to obviously to the shot. But I wonder if that had something to do with like, oh, you're not sick per se. So you're not going to lose your appetite. You feel sick because of the shot. But like my body's like, no, we're still hungry. So so just lay on the couch and eat food all day. So that that's the one negative, I guess. You know, every time you know, the few times I've had food poisoning or the flu, as bad as it's been, I come out the other side a few pounds lighter. Uh, not the case this week. So I had the hearty appetite. I was out. I, I couldn't eat anything. Yeah, it didn't bother my appetite at all. Well, I mean, I don't think uh, me nor the listeners are going to be surprised. <laughs> oh, boy. Should we get into a topic? I think, well, I know you came in, uh, right, when, like, what we're talking about, you're like, well, this bullshit, so I know you got <laughs> something to be, uh, you got, you're a little spicy, about aforementioned uh, utilizing Bigfoot as a, mm-hmm. as a means to... Uh, capital gains exactly here's a terrible example of that talk about exploding bigfoot (laughs) i was excited about it because the trailer looked good there's a new series on hulu simply called sasquatch okay there you go we're just gonna name it sasquatch now it's a three-part series now you would think a three-part series uh called sasquatch would you know maybe Mm -hmm. be about sasquatch um not really the case um Really, just kind of a third-rate uh, true crime doc, and one of, just about these three pot farmers that, that got murdered back in '93 up uh, up in Mendocino County near Humboldt County, Northern California, and uh, mm-hmm. and they thought, oh, I, I, spoiler alert! I'm going to spoil some shit. All right, first spoiler: it fucking sucks. Uh, second spoiler Sasquatch didn't kill the three guys uh, Some other pot farmers killed These three Mexican dudes And then tried to pin it on Sasquatch Hey, let's murder these guys But let's make it look like Sasquatch came in here And ripped them to shreds And that way The, uh, the other Mexican pot farmers Who might be fearful of such legends Will, uh, will know to stay out of this area Because this is Sasquatch country and uh, he might kill you. End of story. I, I do find that to be a what a very pot-headed uh, alibi. Yeah. Fuck. Let's just tell him. Like, not even a bear. Like, let's jump to the least believable tale. Uh huh. Of what may have happened, and that's that uh, this mythical creature, not known for violence. Yeah. Well, and then there was there was a part of the dock where they thought maybe this other this human guy killed him, and, and, and the the main suspect other than the actual Sasquatch was a guy who goes by Bigfoot Gary. So there there's another tie-in. Ha ha, tricked you, Bigfoot Gary. Maybe he did this, and then then they determined that Bigfoot Gary didn't do it, and then uh, it must have been Sasquatch. And then later we finally reveal that, uh, nah, just some other dudes did it, and then they they made it look like Sasquatch did it. So let's name our documentary series Sasquatch. Uh, Someone had mentioned, I don't know if I saw it on Reddit or Twitter, uh, and responding to Boogie Monster, your your same sentiment, Dave. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I was like... (laughs) Really? Like, well, and and that's what you're right. Like, people using... uh, like that, were we talking about that Waverly Hills Sanitarium, or was I? I know I was talking about it with with Andy last night at the club about how like the guy who bought that Waverly Hills place in, in Ohio or Kentucky, mm-hmm. but I keep f- forgetting which where it is, Louisville, Louisville. Okay, and just basically now you lean into something being haunted because mm-hmm. whereas before that would scare people away, now that actually makes it a tourist attraction, so people are hyping up. The idea that something might be haunted mm-hmm. uh, to get interest, like that, like that Airbnb we were at, where it's like, oh, it's a, it's a ghost. It's like, no, you just have fucking crackhead locals. It's not ghosts. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was a real bummer, man. And, and like I said, it wouldn't have been a bad story or a bad doc had I not gone into it thinking it was about Sasquatch. You know, you know silly me, assuming from the from the title that maybe it would be about Sasquatch. But uh, mm-hmm. no, nah, I mean they touched on a little bit here and there. You know, the history of Squatch in that area and blah blah blah. But just the fact that now, if the mystery was left, you know, cold like a cold case, like hey, maybe, maybe. But like they admit by the end of it, we learn. I don't think it's confirmed. I don't think anybody got charged. But but the guy who made the doc was basically, you know, satisfied with the story of like, nah, these other guys killed him and made it look like Bigfoot. Okay, then why fucking name the thing Sasquatch? Like, it's it's just so misleading. It's such a bummer. It's that it's, like— It's the <laughs> same frustration I had as a teenager watching USA Up All Night, thinking <laughs> I was going to see some boobs, and I never did. It's like, what a waste of time. How many times did you have to watch—how how much? How many times did you have to stay up all night with USA yep. Night before you're like, they're not gonna? Yeah, I don't think this is going to happen. The, just what a what a teenage boy! What kind of physical en- enduring you know endurance tests of like mm-hmm. I I you know I don't want to give a lot of credit to the King of Queens, but the one show where they, the Kevin James and his buddy got in a car accident because they knew that if you drove by a strip club when the door was open, you could see the mirror inside and you can kind of <laughs> see a girl on stage. And they they were like, yeah, totally. And then drove by it and got in a car accident because that I'm not I'm not proud to say that's dead on. There's but. worse sitcoms out there. There's worse. It's 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 decent. Uh, it, Frank Stiller and Pat Oswalt together. That was or Jerry Stiller. And, and oh, that, Pat yeah, and that that was a great deal. That's true. Yeah, yeah Jerry Stiller and Pat. And it's it is just like a what. Nobody's going into it going, you know what? Reinvent the sitcom. People are going into it like, all right, schlubby dude, hot wife out of his league, but some decent jokes written in here. Fine. One time, one time Jerry Stiller was trying to shoo, sue Charles Schultz for uh, using his likeness to create Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I had a shirt just like that. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, my God. Um, I want to talk about this real quick in terms of documentaries. Now, let me preface this by saying I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm not a documentarian. I'm not a film buff. Uh, But, you know, I watch a lot of documentaries. I I sometimes get annoyed at documentaries that kind of make the creator the star of the movie. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Like. The filmmaker yeah. is that plays a role, in, like, and I understand sometimes that's necessary, but sometimes it just seems a little self-aggrandizing of like where the focus shifts from the actual topic or subject matter now to the filmmaker, him or herself. You know, that just and that's kind of what this one was doing. It was all about this guy who's investigative journalist and and just. It was done, I don't know if this is on purpose or, like, for aesthetic reasons or if it really is just trying to put lipstick on a pig in terms of a low-budget film. But, like, some of it was just so low-budget in terms of, okay, we got this interview with this guy, so now just film me talking to this guy on my phone while on speakerphone. Like, it just some of the shots and some of the production was just... They did that with so that, bad that it was distracting. That QAnon documentary that's on HBO, which was really good about revealing who Q probably is. But yeah, there was some choices where like, oh, this person didn't want to be on camera, so we manufactured like a digital being that like the effects make it look like it's this being made of ether sitting there across from it for me. I'm like, this is just like special effects jerk off party that <laughs> is entirely distracting. And it's, just, it was like just what it was that like loose change or whatever. And like I've said it before, when the second credit in the beginning was who the DJ was, I'm like, Nope, yeah. you're not. I don't believe you. I don't believe this. Yeah. If you're like, this is pressing information. The world needs to know. Also, Sick Beats by uh, DJ Find the Truth. 
No, no, you just <laughs> you just pull the rug out from underneath your own feet. Yeah, and that's how that, that, I, I I didn't I wanted to watch that QAnon one because it was revealing of they figured out who Q probably was, so I had to really try very hard to ignore some of that kind of stuff. But that's mm-hmm. yeah, it's like the Morgan Spurlock type of like I'm yeah. I'm the guy doing it. Well, then it's not. There, there probably isn't such a thing as an objective, objective documentary. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're making a documentary, eventually your point of view is probably going to reveal a bias towards one side or the other. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, why would somebody watch a documentary? Yeah. You know, where's your audience if you don't? If you don't kind of like cater to somebody. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I, I get that. I, I, I'm with you. I'll, I'll probably. I think I started watching it the other night, but it was late, so I didn't get too far along in it. But I mean, and l- let me preface or let me make clear: like, it's not a terrible documentary. It, it, it's an interesting story. It's just, I mean, it, it's a who done it? You know, these pot farmers got murdered. A who done it is always interesting, but just the fact that they lean so heavy on Sasquatch, even the fucking title. And then at the end, they know. At the end, the filmmakers know that Sasquatch had nothing to do with anything. And like I said before, it'd be different if it, they left it open-ended, like maybe. But they conclude it by having one of the guys involved, you know, incognito, basically say, yeah, we, we, we had these guys killed and we had it made it, made it look like Sasquatch did. Okay. What? Fine. Don't name it Sasquatch. Don't lean on that. <laughs> Topic, but I think that's just the cottage industry of like of true crime documentary. Like, uh, is there any unsolved murder that doesn't have a documentary or a podcast made about it? Which, hey, it's mm. good. Maybe you know you can get more information to help solve these things. But that's it. I think anybody, if it's it's Beanie Babies, it's just oh, here, here's a way to make my unsolved murder. Let me whip up about a documentary about it. Because you could you can sell it to somebody, uh-huh. so that's I think that's what it was. Like, what's the spin on this one? Might have been Bigfoot. Cool, we we bought it. Here's your check. How's it about Bigfoot? Ah, one guy said it maybe might have been. Like, I I don't think I don't think anybody's reviewing the pitches for these documentaries. Yeah, if you just say unsolved murder, boom, it'll you'll at least get it on Hulu. You'll at least get it on. I watched watched another movie that kind of annoyed me, too. This was an actual movie, not a documentary. Uh, It was a good movie, uh, but just one little factor about it uh, pissed me off. Um, Reese Witherspoon, Wild. Is it just called Wild? I think it's just called Wild. Have you seen that? Oh. She backpacks the Pacific Crest Trail. Based on the Cheryl Strayed book, yes. Yes, yes. And she, uh, interesting movie. Um, She backpacks the entire Pacific Crest Trail. Only problem is uh, she did the whole PCT, and not once did we ever see her in a hat. Little little (laughs) fair-haired blonde blonde girl, fair-skinned blonde girl, going to spend six months traipsing through uh, some of the most rugged terrain on the continent. Uh, Not once do we see her in a hat or a sunburn. That's probably a a directorial choice of like, listen, a lot of acting is in the expressiveness of the human face. So I get that. But at least show some long shots or something with her in a hat every now and then. But... uh, Dave yeah. Dave goes to the movie. Saw that movie uh, Wild. <laughs> One bad. No hat. All right. I give it three. I, I give it three and a half stars. Oh man. Um, well, speaking of uh, the Sasquatch, the the fake Sasquatch attack. Uh, I got a quick story about a real Sasquatch attack. Uh, one of the first documented uh, cases. <laughs> Of uh, Bigfoot attacking humans nope. called the Ape Canyon attack. <laughs> None of this bullshit. Here's a real time yeah, Sasquatch exactly. attack. Here's some real shit that I read on Wikipedia. Uh, <laughs> one of the most widely known and publicized cases of attack on humans from alleged Bigfoot occurred in the summer of 1924 when five prospectors, uh, Marion Smith, his son Roy Smith, Fred Beck, Gabe Lefevre, and John Peterson, 
They went out to the wilds of Mount St. Helens in, uh, am I pronouncing this correctly, uh, Skamania County, Washington? It's uh, Skamania. Skamania <laughs> County. Skamania County, Washington. Uh, the group was out in a remote wilderness. You know, they, ask uh, you, they, they ask you not to litter <laughs> in Skamania County, and if you do, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. I had to, Dave. <laughs> Dave, I had to. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, man. They were prospecting near an area uh, of a branch of the Lewis River, about eight miles south of uh, Spirit Lake. When they came across uh, the first of many oddities that week, uh, they discovered a series of footprints uh, reported as looking very human-like but much more massive, uh, around 15 inches in length. Uh, Not long after that, the men began to see uh, some strange creature following them uh, through the trees during their trek. Uh, Several of the guys noticed a seven-foot tall gorilla-like figure uh, seen on at least four occasions. Uh, One of them described it as being... uh, uh, having long black hair and sporting uh, two four-inch long ears that stuck straight up like dogs, oh, like a okay. dog's ear. All so right. that's that's a, a characteristic we haven't a characteristic we haven't heard much uh, in terms of uh, Sasquatch are the dog-like ears. That's usually uh, um, in reference to like the dog man or you know or the uh, wolf yeah. man type stuff. Um, but yeah, dog-like ears on this one, apparently. So that's weird. Uh, on the morning of uh, July 10th, Beck uh, purportedly uh, saw the creature standing near uh, an edge of a canyon, and he decided to take a shot at it with one of his rifles. He apparently uh, hit the thing square in the head, and it uh, fell over the edge of the canyon, uh, plummeting about 400 feet down, presumably to its death. Um, that's when things got really strange. Later that evening, uh, the men were chilling in their cabin. They had built a little cabin out there years before, so they're all back at the cabin. Uh, late at night when uh, suddenly they heard some crazy pounding on the roof that seemed to shake the entire structure. Uh, in addition to the pounding and thudding, the cabin began to be pelted by large rocks, some of which broke off into pieces, uh, smashing through the window. Uh, one of the rocks even hit Beck himself. Apparently, it knocked him unconscious. Uh, according to news stories at the time, there were dozens. Now, this is a crazy mm-hmm. thought. According to the news stories at the time, there were dozens of these creatures prowling around the outside of the cabin. Beck would later claim that the men had fired wildly into the night in all directions uh, in hopes of uh, scaring some of these creatures. Uh, According to him, uh, they stayed all night, pelted the cabin uh, all throughout the night uh, while all the men cowered inside the cabin. Um, These crazy hairy intruders that were assaulting uh, throughout the night, uh, eventually, or they called them mountain devils. The mountain devils uh, eventually fled uh, upon sunup, uh, which at which time uh, the men were able to escape the camp and uh, unharmed. So they got pelted by uh, dozens. <laughs> Does, could you imagine dozens? The, there's the, thirty Bigfoot outside my cabin. Hello, nine one one. Yes, there's two dozen Bigfoot out here. I mean, that's terrifying. One Bigfoot would be terrifying, much less dozens. So I don't know how much truth is in this story, but uh, this is one of the first, uh, this is before the term Bigfoot or or even Sasquatch in terms of uh, common vernacular was was coined. So uh, they just called them mountain devils. But uh, yeah, that's the uh, Ape Canyon attack. Nobody died in that one. But with big tall ears... Drunk prospectors. I don't believe there's ever such thing as a sober prospector. I don't think. Yeah, probably not. I think there was a lot of a lot of hooch, a lot of mountain moonshine involved. Also, but this isn't too far from that mineral lake where we were at. I, I, I mean, I, I see Mount St. Helens from the highway here. Yeah. Looking at this, where this Spirit Lake is. But now you have the idea of a volcano. Dormant I mean, volcano. It wasn't about, dormant, though. I mean, it erupted. One of my favorite stories we've ever discussed on this show uh, the Mount St. Helens <laughs> Bigfoot, who met with uh, army personnel and, and took a ride in their Jeep. Oh, yeah. Bigfoot Mountain was, Rescue. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty crazy. That one's. Uh, <laughs> How far are you from Mount St. Helens, do you think? 
Uh, I'm looking at a map right now. In port, I mean, I'd say maybe hour drive, maybe. Hmm. Let me look at. Let me look at the to Spirit Lake. Let me see directions to Spirit Lake here. From my house, as I said. Oh no, I'm sorry. That's three hours and forty minutes. But that's it's like a roundabout type of way to get there. Is what's going on? Yeah. Well, that seems like a stupid way to go. If I just what if I want to go Mount St. Helens? Yeah, it's got me going real out of the way. This other way is about two hours. As the crow flies, I better be about an hour and a half. But you got to go. Okay, that's wilderness up there, so you can't. You got to take a lot of weird side roads and everything. Yeah, but it. Is, I mean, it is like living up here and driving. We're like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna say something can walk off into these woods and be left alone. And mm-hmm. not found. I'll agree to that. If that dude, if that well, dude in course. New Hampshire could live for thirty years in the woods, and it took thirty years to catch him, and he's just a human man. Mm-hmm. All right, you know, I still keep this one alive, Dave. I keep the Bigfoot one oh, yeah. alive. In, in as my, you should. In my own, uh, yeah, uh, canon of uh, of beliefs. That this Bigfoot's still around. Some of these You're stories right are tough. His- Some of these stories are hard that you come at me with. Yeah, yeah, I understand. But uh, it's fascinating up there. I love, I love the Pacific Northwest, man. Like I told you, I spent a week in uh, Mount Rainier National Forest, and mm-hmm. oh boy, I, I was convinced. Like that was probably the most squatchy area I've ever camped in, and uh, I was just, I was just convinced. Like I'm gonna see something. I gotta see something, and uh, I didn't. But you know. It's, lo- it's lovely right now. I mean, after filing the rain, springtime, everything's blooming. Mm-hmm. They were just lush greenery. It's beautiful up here, man. Yeah, so get back up there. Get on up here, man. Let's do a. Let's do some stuff. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You seen any docs or anything lately? Anything? I've been doing shit, man. I've been doing shows. I'm getting back in the world. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're not on the couch anymore. No, I'm gonna try and get this van into an unstuck location in the woods. If you want to come up here, mm-hmm. let's go. Let's go make some. Uh, let's go make the TV show nobody else would let us make. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this piece of shit got screenlit, but ours didn't. Okay. Well, that's. Th- I think. It, I don't think it got greenlit. I think it just got bought because somebody made it already. Yeah. Unless I don't know, yeah, does, the Duplass does it, brothers are producers of this thing, and normally they uh, they churn out decent stuff, but uh, it's a bit of a stinker. Well, yeah, I wonder when somebody's a producer, it seems like oh, that's an easy way to kind of just make a few bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's just be producers, yeah, man. Yeah, let's be like, yeah, nah, I'm a producer on that. <laughs> the old Ian, Ian Edwards joke about you know about moving to L.A. He's like, man, everybody's a producer. I don't even know what that is. Got giving me his business card. I'm a producer. The only thing you've ever produced are business cards. This is your dad's <laughs> phone number on here. <laughs> oh man. Well, good times, buddy. Anything coming up? You got any shows on the books? Man, just that Nashville day. Got news: the knee, the knee was probably gout. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, I was wondering about that. So it's probably I'm, gout. I'm back to walking. I got to get it strong now. I gotta what, get back uh, on these bikes, baby. I get Canaan's got to get back in the world. What What can they do for you with a gout knee? I'm just more back. medication, more exercise. What? Yeah, I'm just back to taking my bullshit pills, and I just got to get my legs strong again. Mm. So we'll be back. But so I got those Nashville dates in June. I'm gonna be driving out there. I'm gonna have the van. Stay tuned to Instagram is where I'll probably put out the word if I'm just. Going through a town, being like, "Hey, I'd love to do a show somewhere tonight or tomorrow night." Let me know. I come. I'm now. I'm vaccinated. I'm you know don't have to stress uh, stress out too much. But uh, like, yeah, let's 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 party, America. Hell yeah, man. Hey, America, let's party. <laughs> party in the USA, as, as Miley Cyrus would say. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. What about yourself, Dave? Any shows? You doing that yet? I got nothing, man. I got to figure out a strategy how to uh, how to get back in the gym, how to get back into stage shape. I got uh, to. We'll have to start doing some shows around here, L.A. or something. Got to. I've we've talked about this, but I I never did any of the Zoom shows. It just felt so unnatural. So uh, it was. I've done no Zoom shows. I've done no live shows. I got to. Uh, I got to get get my strength back up. Got to figure out how to get back into touring shape. So, That's what I've been doing. It's fun to be scared of stand up, though. Yeah. I yeah. do like that. I do like being nervous. Like I feel good. Mm-hmm. That makes you, you know, get your shit together, and I, I appreciate yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a mentality too. Like um, when you're a comic, you, you deal with that almost on a nightly basis. Just that, and we've talked about that. Like even as experienced as you are, I'm I'm talking about even before COVID, but you know, you having 20 years in, I'm. 15 years in like you you still get a little somebody told me early on that if you're not a little bit nervous you're not taking it seriously yeah and uh i always loved that i always loved like in the middle of a tour you know hey i've been doing this for years and 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 more recently i've been doing this every night for weeks and uh you know i feel like i'm pretty good but uh still a little nervous for tonight's show and that's a good thing and I, I miss that. I haven't been nervous for a show in over a year. Yeah. I miss that <clears throat> adrenaline that, that, that fuels you. So I can't wait to get that yeah. again. And, and if you are a comic and you're, listening, like, and you're not getting scared, change the order of your set. It might yeah. not be the same as a new bit, but, you know, do, do your closer at the beginning. I mean, I know it's the Louis mm-hmm. C.K. thing, but, like, do that. And all of a sudden, like, whoa, I got to think of my feet for the rest of this set. Yeah. That, that'll scare you. Mm-hmm. Throwing your closer out at the beginning and being like, what do I do now? That's a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I miss all that, uh, all those weird little feelings and, and, and the adrenaline and, you know, the, the anxiousness and uh, just the excitement of a new bit. Oh. Well, it's out there waiting. The, it's out there waiting for you, buddy. Yeah. All those little byproducts that I, I've kind of forgotten about over the last year. I, I can't wait to get back into that. So. I'll figure out how to, to get myself back in tour and shape and hopefully uh, start planning something here soon, maybe. Maybe for the summer, go out on a nice run. Hell yeah, buddy. Get out get out in them woods. Sasquatch, oh, let's do, I was going to say Sasquatch Comedy Festival. There already was a Sasquatch Festival in Washington. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Squatching for laughs. <laughs> who to squatch? Instead of like new faces, I don't comics know. to squatch. Yeah, comics to squatch. Did comics to squatch. Upcoming comics to squatch. Oh god! Comedy and camping. It'll be fun. <laughs> Patreon.com/slash Boogie Monster. Uh, four bucks a month plus free giveaways. Give it away a T-shirt uh, this week. I don't, saying it out loud, that sounded kind of lame. But give it away a T-shirt and some koozies. <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> now we're doing uh, doing monthly giveaways. Now uh, gave away uh, that death of the party vinyl last month. Got a t shirt this month. Working on some other cool shit. Four bucks a month. Two bonus episodes. Patreon dot com. You got no hogwashes left. Hogwash all gone. Hogwash all gone. None of those. Uh, still got some cookbooks. <laughs> cookbooks still available at dumbdavestone dot com and still churning out those cameos for your friends and or enemies. Uh, you can just find me, Dave Stone Comedy on Cameo. Those are those are always fun. How's uh, did you ever set up a uh, uh, OnlyFans for Dirt Nap? It's up there. Yeah, we we got yeah. kind of busy with other stuff around here, so it hasn't been um, maintained enough. I think I got to take hold of it and get some uh, get some hot sultry footage, get some exploitive footage, old little D up there. Give the fans Hell what yeah. they want. I don't know. We got a few bucks that went to. I think it just went to ASPCA. I think it was a charity we we're using. That's cool. So, yeah, it's all gonna go to. It's just an excuse to get people to donate to a thing. We're not. We're not keeping any of it. But uh, good, I need to. I need to be better about it. I get get up on that. So yeah, it's hard. Like just the other day, I had like three things to do, and it was a basket case. Yeah. 
Because I'm just not used to like, oh, fuck, like three things in a day. All of a sudden, I'm like, is this what CEOs feel like? I'm so busy. Yeah, slow down. Is this a head? Of, this is what the captains of industry must feel every day. I got to go to the store and answer an email. Fuck. I think about that a lot because I'm the same way. If I have to run one errand, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm maxed out for the day. And then I think about like what my dad was doing yeah. when he was my age. Like, <laughs> Raising a family, yeah. working two jobs, two jobs, like, being a decent father. Like, <laughs> like don't uh, I need a nap because I had to go to the post office and I had a phone call. So I'm gonna have to, <laughs> I'm gonna have to sleep for another three hours extra today. Oh. But speaking of which, I do have a, another a voiceover session this afternoon. So I got to bounce. This Get we did a po- we did a positive one. Good vibes, man. Positive. Good vibes, Kyle. Positive springtime Everybody vibes. Likes. Everybody likes positive, Kyle. I'm trying. I felt bad the last few of them. I was kind of just being, not, not even being fun, just complaining. And who needs that? Ah, dude. You got, probably, you got regular funny. people in your life that you got to listen to complain. You don't got to tune into this for it. <laughs> well, good catching up, buddy. Giddy up, dog. Giddy up. Keep it uh, between the ditches, and we'll talk to you next. The Boogie Monster. Network.